Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is A New World Order and I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the sea, one who loves his family too much and one whose family does not love him. I mean, like, I'll take the second one because I'm not corrupt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Insults, yes? No. From both of you now. What? No. No, first Zane insults me employing my own family and then you say they're <laughs> and all... And then you call me out on it. They're all scummy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like where this new council is going in 2019. I liked it better when you guys were at war. <laughs> I did like it better when you were at war. I am your number one contender and your man with the automatic rebuttals, Sebastian of the United States of America. And I'm definitely not going to phone this one in. And I yeah, am, we'll see. I am Andrew Schossler, <laughs> the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. You sound like having a tantrum. Are you having a tantrum? <laughs> Is that what's happening? And if you're joining us for the first time, each week we try our best to create a utopia in our virtual nations hosted on nationstates.net by dealing with the issues that we bring to the table and solving them after a brief argument in a way that best suits our own political leanings. Some of us are practically there, you know. Is it me? Uh, it's dot just a few me, T's, right? cross a few I's, and we're there. Basically, uh, basically got it. Heaven on earth, Andropolia. Uh, so every five episodes, uh, there we are, we are confronted with a global issue uh, <laughs> stemming from someone, not pointing any fingers, uh, insulting, a very pleasant French gypsy, a very pleasant gypsy lady who then placed a curse on the world. A little bit of an overreaction, I'll admit. <laughs> uh, and so, this five episode arc, we are dealing with a global pandemic. On the record, I know you're blaming me for the gypsies, but I believe early on I gave them like free land to live on. So, after insulting them. I don't think I even insulted them then. And it was irradiated land. Oh, listen. That's why you weren't using The grass would never be more green than that. <laughs> and then you sicked a big dog on them. Okay, I didn't sick the big dog. The big dog makes its own decisions. <laughs> All right, so who has an issue? Me, Do you want me, me to go first? Me, no, me. Let's okay. break the mold. Let's break the mold. Oh, All right. Also, I've got energy right now and we can't let this train pass. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. That's the name of the issue. A dubious study in a dubious scientific magazine, recently asserted that pizza is healthy, mm. preventing heart disease, curing cancer, and treating low libido. The scientific community rapidly discredited the study, but not before newspaper headlines had many Submericans believing it. Yeah, Andropolian nutritionists highly support that 
Oh no, when you said that and a couple of years. Yeah, when you said it a couple of weeks ago, I knew this issue was there. I was like, this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> this Wait, is- are you suggesting that pizza has caused this pandemic? Mm, I, oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. But the reason I'm tackling this issue is because I, if I can increase the, um, the nutrition that uh, my people are receiving, perhaps their immune systems will follow and they will get less sick. So there's a, there's a, there's a tie in here. This is a cheese chopped catastrophe, a doughy disaster, moans pediatrician Dr. Jamil Gillard, who has spent all morning trying to convince mums not to put their kids on a pizza only diet. Science can't move forward if its, leg- if its legitimacy is being undermined by bad studies. This, oh God, Eki Cola Scientific Review is a sorry excuse for a publication taking payment to publish any old trash and uh, masquerading as a serious journal. So I got thrown up by the E. coli pun. (laughs) Um, You must pass laws demanding stringency of peer review and reference uh, checking in academia. Yeah, I probably should do that. Let the market sort it out. Mm. Libel's a thing. Let's, no, let's work against that. If, you, if you're going to publish rubbish, you know, legitimate scientists are, are not going to want to publish in your, in your journal. They're not going to give it any legitimacy. But these aren't being published in scientific journals. All also, the more reason why they shouldn't be trusted. I am really keen for this new science everyone's been talking about. <laughs> can't wait. This new corporate-sponsored science. <laughs> you can't stop bad science, complains sociologist, sociologist Natalie Mitchell. What you can do, however, is expect the media to check if studies are legitimate. Just find news networks each time they broadcast misleading information or fail to check their scientific sources and hold them legally accountable for the consequences of misinformation. That's you, also a libel issue. These are just different. I'm just attacking the book or the news. You can't legislate the culture of any organization. If journalists want to report the headlines on, on, on bad science, that's exactly what they're going to do. Saying they can't do it, they're just going to find you know, other dubious ways of doing it. I just read the next topic. Oh, yes. Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you this is the truth, exclaims Professor Giuseppe Di Luigi of the Independent Pizza Research Institute. <laughs> <laughs> the ivory tower of academia has been saying for many years that pizza was a making the babinos obese. But here is the evidence. Oh, I can't do this accent. It hurts my soul. What? It has all You're the- You're Italian. Yeah, yeah, that's why it hurts my soul. <laughs> it has all of the fresh and organic ingredients, like a tomatoes and even the pineapples. And they count as a vegetable. See? You should be telling everybody to eat the Macasin Benito's delicious pizzas. As funny as that gentleman is. <laughs> oh, this is, a, this is a one or a two option for me as to who I'm going to punish for this fuck uppery. Um, <laughs> so, past laws demanding. So, stringency of peer review and reference checking in academia. I like peer reviews. That's yes. a good idea. Or punishing news outlets for posting, for um, broadcasting stuff that they haven't fact checked themselves. So, I'm going to, I reckon, cut out the middleman rather than punishing the news channels for talking about stuff they haven't fact checked. Just get rid of the bad stuff to begin with? Well, yeah. If, if we can just cull it from the source, then the news media can only report on what's been brought through that stage, right? So who decides? Yeah. On- you can't legislate science, but you can legislate fraud. 
Yeah. Um, and if someone is passing off a fraudulent study, so a study that has not been completed in the way that it says it has been, that's one kind of bad science. Yeah. The other kind of bad science is passing off an experiment that has been done and does show these things, but the experiment itself is flawed. Okay. So if they if they're making false claims, being that these this thing is true and has been peer reviewed, that's something you can legislate against. What you can't legislate against is saying, "I've done this experiment. Don't look at the experiment. Here's the results. Yeah, <laughs> they might surprise you." So you're thinking go with peer review. I would go with peer well, review. That's, oh, so that's like I'm saying, if we can fix it here, the only news there will be to report on will have been pre fact checked before the outlets can even get it to report on it. Because we're effectively stopping the issue at this point here where it can only pass by that. Unless the peers are corrupt. Yeah. Yeah, unless they're corrupt. <laughs> Any videos before I select option one? Well, if you go with number two, yep, right, where you're punishing news outlets for reporting bad science, that will address that issue, but all that will happen is that then there'll be soft reporting. Yep. Which which happens in in the media now? Yeah. A new study, you know, shows Coke know, is a drink. A, cur- a current affair is. Yes, yeah. yeah. th- it's like this person has claimed this is true. Yeah, and that's, what would it be like if it was? And that's all they do. They use weasel words yeah. to make out as if you know the study has reached this conclusion, and all they do is say, you know. Oh, maybe the answer to you know skin cancer is you know eating a grapes. ton of yeah grapes. You can't or prove that it isn't. More olive yeah. oil. This study concludes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going option one. All right. Because I'd rather stop it at a scientific level. <laughs> <laughs> Grade school teachers mark homework with red citation needed stamps. Uh-huh. Stamps. 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 <laughs> uh, Avant garde gallery popular yet confusing. More children named after leader, hospital reports. Oh, I can't believe they called them all your number one contender. Um, economics, not everything, government says. Uh, queuing citizens praise departmental f- um, fairness. So health up 13%, which is good. We are continuing that strong trend that we set in the uh, patron episode previously. Uh, scientific advancement up 6%, book publishing and ideological radicality up 2%, and intelligent, intelligent, I can't speak today. Intelligence. Intelligence eh? up 1%. If it was up 2 I could have said it right. What an um, intelligent person you are. Would you guys believe me if I told you that the pizza industry was down 100%? Whoa. What what a what a hit. Why? What, Why would they what? be down? If uh, I had known this would happen, I wouldn't have gone with this option. <laughs> um, corruption down 8%, death rate down 4 black market down 3 ignorance, economic freedom, gambling, primitiveness all down 2 Wait, is that suggesting that the entire pizza industry was exclusively reliant on this bogus science Claiming it as healthy food. That's the reason the pizza industry it, was alive. Uh, but it, it could also be the fact that the pizza industry has been caught out trying to defraud people with this false finding. So people have boycott pizza for a you while. You can't boycott pizza. Just try. Try to. I've been boycotting <laughs> pizza all year, Andy. Really? You've no. been in front of pizza and you've said, no, thank you. I really wouldn't care for any of that delicious I mean, pizza, pizza. is literally across the road from my house and I said, not today, pizza. It's expensive. <laughs> but cheap pizza isn't. <laughs> well, I have another non-pressing issue. Apparently the witch doctors are uh, petitioning me this week. Uh, they think the solution to the pandemic is to change people's names. 
Or rather, they think the problem is with people's names. Um, I would like to see their working. I'd like to see your working <clears throat> for this stretch. Oh, yes. A man by the name of ampersand percent asterisk forward slash at hashtag Smith hit the headlines yesterday when he had his first name legally changed to John, citing the ridicule and stress he suffered because of his given name. Mr. Smith publicly commented afterwards that there should be more restrictions on what parents can name their children. Shut up, ampersand, question mark, exclamation point, (laughs) sideways, slanty thing, Jerome. At hashtag. Yep. People do so love to be different, says insert name here with a heavy sign. I don't know what my folks were thinking when they named me. Probably about how novel and with it they were. I don't think they thought out the form of the birth certificate. I think that's what happened. Just skipped a line. Yeah, just... <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Insert name here. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, sure. I don't know what my parents, my, my, my folks were thinking when they named me. Probably about how novel and with it they were being. <laughs> but I didn't get a say in it, did I? Growing up in my neighbourhood with my first name insert wasn't fun at all, I can tell you. The government should set up a registry of recognised names that are clean, sensible, and non-teasable. Kids deserve better. There's no such thing as a non-teasable no. name. No. The fact that his name was insert is just one step removed. They would have called him insert anyway if they really Definitely had it out called for him. Penis. <laughs> oh, penis. There are worse things you can be called than insert. That's for sure. Um, so setting up a registry of uh, allowed approved a- names. Approved names. Very North Korean. <laughs> Very Scandinavian as well. Yeah, it's a it's a cultural thing. Um, but I don't think I'm going to take take that step. I think that's a that's not an Andropolian thing to do. I don't think. No, we're conservative, so I'm surprised that somebody has a weird name like ampersand percent asterisk oh, forward slash. Bunnymund used to be an Elizabethan name, and they're pretty conservative. Yeah, I guess so. Number two, it's none of the government's business what I name my daughter. Says follicle rainbow goosenob. Cradling expletive deleted in her arms. <laughs> it's a nation of Sebs that have done this. <laughs> I'm my stance is you can call your kid whatever you want, but for the record, the kid's not going to be judged. You're going to be judged. Correct. So like it's fine. The kid can change the name if they want to when they grow up. You but can you're never all the, the asshole, right? That's, you can yeah. never undo that. That's exactly right. Are you going to tell us what to think next, where to go, who to love? I don't want some grey-faced bureaucrat deciding what name is appropriate for my child. What kind of country hates personal freedom so much that they can't even choose their own name? And yet, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly with him. Yep. You can be a stupid parent if you want and give your kid a ridiculous name. You should be free to do so, but that doesn't stop you from being an idiot. And number three. And you need idiots. Certain <laughs> industries thrive off the existence of idiots. Says the gambling mogul over here. <laughs> oh, I, saw, I think we can we check gambling at the end of this episode. I'm genuinely curious where where I sit comparatively. I think it's all the all the black market bookies, black market Interpolian bookies making their way. Hey, whatever keeps <laughs> whatever keeps them busy and guns slightly off the streets, I'll take. Number three, names. Names are so inefficient. Says five o three Magoon, counting beads. <laughs> Who can honestly tell one Lara Carter from another? That name's so popular now. I met three in the mall just last week. Face it, names are old hat. Everyone ought to go by a government allocator. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone ought ought to go by a government allocated ID number instead. Much more practical. Who would make fun of a child named 684? 
683 would. <laughs> yeah, but then you get the kid that's like 69, 69. He is a legend, actually, now that's that I think of it. That's exactly yeah. right. And 010. Mm. Or, or, or 101. Mm. Oh, yeah, exactly so right. So many choices. Or, or three. <laughs> equals, equals, equals D. <laughs> <sighs> It's a, brave, it's a brave new world indeed, guys. Oh, lots of math jokes here going over my head, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, I, again, I apologise that uh, the Andropolians have no policy suggestions for dealing with the pandemic. They think it can be solved by changing your name <laughs> or, or controlling what you, what you call your, mm-hmm. your children. Can I help I, you here? I please. Can't. Okay. Please. The virus is going to come and infect Seb. What the virus doesn't know is tomorrow I'm going to be Tommy. <laughs> the virus no one so tells America that the virus isn't a private investigator hunting no, them down to serve just, them a subpoena. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You know, You're the, welcome. The best solution to a bullet with your name on it is to own it. The second best solution is to change <laughs> your name. <laughs> yep. You're welcome. There's always, there's always an angle. Some are better than others, I'll say. There's always an angle. Uh, so unless vetoes are incoming, what are you picking? You're you're free to choose. Yeah, your of name. course you are. Of course, God. you are. Yeah, you got to know who the idiots are from afar. Like you want these things, and that's exactly a good reason to leave free speech alone. You want people speaking their mind because the idiots and the and the the Nazis and the and the extremists are much easier to spot when if they're talking. You don't force them to hide. That's exactly right. So penguin is one of the most popular forenames in Andropolia. Honestly, in certain parts of the world, Penguin might actually be a name people yeah, use anyway, possibly. so it's not even that crazy. Possibly. The Andropolia Sentinel reports citizens praise innovative government solutions, diverse options for Andropolia's varied youth, and civil rights activists. Now we're getting somewhere. Inclusiveness up 2%. Unfortunately, rudeness as well. We are up to... That's uh, a weird... Yeah, a I- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Pair. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so in Andro- in Andropolia, insults are up to 100 per minute. 100 insults per minute. Uh, I'm not I so thought insults surprised. would be low because they have high the guns are. <laughs> like you wouldn't think they'd be opposite. Yeah, but also the intelligence is yeah. that, that high. Is there a self-preservation stat there we can see? <laughs> intelligence did get... A nominal boost oh, of, hooray. <laughs> of an eighth of a percent. <laughs> Yay. We are up to 28 quips per hour. Ooh. Exactly right. Bad. Insults outnumber, <laughs> vastly <laughs> outnumber <laughs> quips <laughs> in Andropolia. Uh, on the downtrends, authoritarianism and social conservatism, both down half a percent each. Right. So the right move for authoritarianism, um, I guess social conservatism can take a... Take a hit as well. That, that, that's fine. I mean, you don't have much further to go with social conservatism, no. right? I mean, but, you've got all that nudity to get rid of. But maybe if we're more insulting, the virus will stay away. You know, it will, maybe. It will, it will become so... Maybe 
So maybe Australia should send some <laughs> send some scientists to both of your nations oh. to just let you know how viruses you'd work. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Zane? Actually, you'd like you'd like to send your spies here. Maybe huh? you could send a family member and we could educate them. <laughs> oh, no, again, with a family. You think I have a dumb family, do I? Actually, I have a th- another way of how that name change thing would be good for the virus situation. So now you've made it easy for the virus to work out in a natural selection kind of way what the weakest part of your, your, your people are. Like that's what the dumb ones are and it might target them saving the smarter people. Yeah, that can work. Okay, so Zane Australia is hard at work <laughs> curing some people, treating some people, but unfortunately that has given us a lot of dead people. I was really hoping you were going to say monkeys for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that's what you were leading it to. Leading to it. So with the death... The untimely death of the nation's cybersecurity director, the public has been rebuilding concerns about who owns their social media profiles once they're passed away. Ah, interesting. So, obviously, with a lot more uh, immigration, uh, we have some interesting options from less scrupulous members of my nation. Let's hear it. Clearly, the rights to one's personal social media profile should devolt to the state, <laughs> says my interim cybersecurity director, Marin Solo, well, while you know peering what? up from her Uphone 84. The government, in the Australian government, owns everything anyway, so why not people's profiles? I want to say our civil liberties are very high. Think of all the information we could collect that could help us track down suspected terrorists or figure out the opposition's plans. We must seize all social media accounts once citizens are deceased. She continues staring down at the screen and bumps into a lamp on her way out the door. What are you going to do with deceased people's yeah. profiles? Mm. Well, what what kind what of real you, estate is that? What is Facebook selling? It's selling all of the data of where you've been, what you've been doing, who you've been with. Yeah, but you as the, the uh, profile owner don't have access to that information. Yeah, absolutely you do. You can absolutely download all of the metadata from your Facebook site. It's it's yeah. it's complicated, but you can do it. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. And especially if you have, once you have access, um, computer technicians have no problem, no problem doing it. Oh, very well. Option number two. That would be a blatant violation of one's privacy, declares noted civil liberties leader John Doe in a deep, deliberately muffled voice. That's... That's not, <laughs> not what he did. Uh, while checking my, my my fireplace for bugs. I don't want anyone taking control of my social media profiles even after I've taken the long nap. The government should leave our data to the websites where we input it and make sure the state stays out of our hair. He pushes his sunglasses down the tip of his nose and takes one last glance around my office before buttoning up his black trench coat and exiting. Did his red nose not give away that no. he was he was some sort of <laughs> super super secret agent? I just oh. so this uh, this means that basically it stays stagnant or and and the companies and the websites where they've input the data yeah. maintain control of it after the deceased is dead and gone. It, I'm conflicted because I I still can't see how there's value in. And now, dead person's, uh, you know, social social media history. 
secrets. I get. Well, I guess to the extent where it, you know they I mean, interact so with yeah. with living people. Yeah. That, that you can sort of well, investigate that's the thing, through like, the back door now. Anti-terrorism is yeah. a very social media uh, based, like anti-terrorism investigations. It's very um, active, though. I mean, you don't wait for somebody to die to. Yeah, that's true. Look at their look at their profile. But that's the thing. Like someone could die in inverted commas, right. and then you get access to their. So then you can track further up. Uh, up the, okay, the ladder. okay. I, I get that. Option number three. Um, isn't this the sort of thing that people should have wills for? Ah. Asks my attorney, Shigeru Bowie. This is like, this is my option as well. Opting opt outs, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> who is currently creeping through my nearest file cabinet. Simply mandate that every citizen outline a plan for the disposal of their digital accounts under their death, and we won't need to worry about this. I suppose we should also ensure that they sort out their physical assets. Hmm. Uh, he upsets my alphabet alphabetization as manila folders go flying across the room. So easy. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Like I think, I think that's how it is taken care of now. Um, social media, like the rights to your intellectual property pass along with the rest of your goods. I mean, technically speaking, you know, anybody with your password owns can, it. Can, yeah, yeah. Owns, owns it, can gain access. Um, and even, even the fact that you are no longer alive, if somebody has that password, yeah. they, can, they can then delete it or still access it. And even after that, if there is security issues, the police can ask the person that it defaults to for access or go through legal legal processes yeah. to do it. Uh, so I, unless there's a veto, that's what Zane Australia is going to do. Well, I was going to liken it to, I mean, I know I did it, was it this episode, last episode, organ donations? Yeah. I was going to liken it to that, like opt-in, opt-outs. Like I think people should opt-in, but it's a, if you want to have a choice about it, yeah, this is the best yeah. way to do it. If you want to donate knowledge to the government. <laughs> Well, it's either so. Yes, I think with the will, I think the it defaults to option number two if they pay no attention to it at all. Then the state mm. gets no. Sure. So the the websites, oh, right. Basically, they're they're yeah. in charge of maintaining it, and yeah. so if they want to delete it after it's been inactive or take makes advantage sense. of the information in however they're going to do it, um, then that is that. That makes. But sense. I'm going for option number three, which is take care of it in your will. Otherwise. It's and it's yours you know, to do whatever until you, you said it just then. I didn't even think of including uh, social media profiles in in my mm. will. Mm. Well, like you could have yeah, I mean, a I, lot of intellectual property, yeah, yeah, like yeah, absolutely. on your Google Drive, um, on your Dropbox. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. A lot of stuff that is. I got all the subscriptions that you have yeah. for, your, for your email. That'll, that'll yeah, tell that. a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of stuff uh, you might want to keep hidden, actually. <laughs> just bury those passwords deep. It's just that, that's the thing. You've got to have you've got to have an arrangement with your friend. It's like, okay, yeah. you need this password yeah. and you just delete everything. <laughs> just delete it. Don't look at it, just delete it. I would love a social media kill switch. I think that's very good advice. Hit the big, <laughs> hit the big there, red button. There are apps that you can buy that do that. Ooh. I mean, I don't need to do it now. Yeah. I haven't done well, anything what if you die yet. tomorrow and your mum logs into your email and finds all your not gangster my, porn? Not my Aquaman email address that's filled with porn. Yeah, that's exactly <sighs> right. All your, all your Jason Momoa fan letters. <laughs> Mr. Momoa, pay attention to me. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's usually a password manager. <laughs> Leader honoured with new statue. Oh, guys, you didn't need to do that. 
We have a statues bit of an this issue. week. <laughs> I had a statue as well. Yeah, they've really been laying heavy on the statues. <laughs> this is an Andropolia. We don't need them, right? I don't need them. Uh, luckily, every statue of me is also like a high powered uh, Wi Fi tower. So, oh, every statue of me is a version of the mousetrap board game, but <laughs> made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Socialists welcome increased public spending. Say Australian parents concerned about youth employment. Ideological radicality, my big up with 1.1%. Income equality up 0.7%. Taxation up 0.05%. Uh, government size up 0.05% as well. Uh, big downs are wealth gaps at 08 and cheese exports at 06 Welfare also down 06 Crime down 0.4. So, so Australia doesn't really have big moves. No, it, even, I think... Even for your big decisions. Because we, we really kind of managed to stick to our guns most of the time, right. I think. We don't do a lot of things outside of, like, the already established status quo. Yeah. Uh, we, like, civil liberties and political freedoms and then welfare. Right. So I think that with pretty well-established priorities. We don't upset the boat very okay, often. Yeah. Now, so that's three. What What did we want to... Oh. Gambling. Gambling. Wait, have any of you ever received trading cards? I've received trading cards. Oh, can't, can't say I, never, I never actually pay attention to things. Oh, I don't know what this is for. Dear nation states, what are these for? Thanks. <laughs> uh, what are we checking out? Gambling, because you guys accuse me of being gamble central and I have some shocking results for you. Oh, okay. Let's let's. Do you want to take a bet on it? Uh, no. You might <laughs> think I would though, but for dramatic, for the sake of a dramatic reveal, if you guys could reveal your gambling stats first, and hopefully this just pans out for me. Is it under the industry label? Yeah, industry gambling. Ah, yeah. That's why it wasn't coming up. Now, in Andropolia, gambling has been generally speaking on the rise since the start of the game. Currently, uh, gambling is measured in the Kelly Criterion Productivity Index. The World Census tailed known underworld figures in order to determine which nations have the largest gambling industries. Uh, Andropolia sits at a healthy 5,400. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Australia started out at 2011, uh, and we're currently sitting at an, a, an 841.7. Okay, so gambling has decreased yes, vastly. Yes, pretty steadily as well. We went down quite sharply, then we had a Bit of a rise and we've continued to, and 862 is about our minimum. Okay. Andropolia started out at 3,200, has been as high as 6,000, and is now at 5,400. So then would you start at? Uh, just over 2,000, 2011. Okay. So I started off in the middle. Actually, no, at the moment, you said 3,200 for you? 3,280. I started off on top with just shy of 3,500. And have the lowest amount of 350. Wow. So, what was your peak? Um, sorry, get it back up. It was, I started at my peak. Oh, wow. Wow. I've ta- I had one bump where I went from 1,400 up to 2,600 in like one and has been steadily declined all the way to I'm at now. So should, I should have taken that bet <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so it has been – I did obviously take some good strides about getting rid of it. But every, it goes up every other time, though, but it's still massively trending down. Yeah, yeah. like Zane Australia's pretty much hung around that 800, mm. 900 mark for since 2017. Well, just out of interest, if we could move on to um, Infotech. 
very quickly since that's the next one down down the rung. Yeah. Um, Andropolia is accused of being a backward nation, mm. and I'm worried that my number, despite sounding high, is still the lowest of all of us for Infotech. So trust where did me, you start not, out? Andrew, trust me, it's not the lowest. It's, uh, for reference, it's measured in the Fanboy Productivity Index. Um, same way, they just uh, did a census of of nations to determine who has the most smartphones and, and things. Things like that. Uh, so we started off at 7,000, have been as low as 4,500, and are now at an all-time high of 8,118 on this on this uh, fanboy index. Seb looks encouraged by those numbers. <laughs> oh, let me paint you a picture with some stories. Uh, uh, you deleted the internet yeah, not that, too long ago. That's exactly the point. <laughs> um, so I started on 1,300 in a little bit. I've peaked wow. at 2,800. And then I deleted the internet. And from there, I'm still on what I was on then. Uh, Three. I, no, a gentleman's negative 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> so well, when, I, when I deleted the internet, I went fr- directly from 2,577.5 to negative 1.1. 1. 1. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but the good news is once I turn my internet back on, I'm going to see up 20,000 million percent, I would assume. <laughs> Uh, so Zane Australia actually started out the least of all of us. Right. Uh, with negative 5.48. Wow. Okay. Started out currently sitting on our highest, which is 14,459. I'm not surprised. 14,000. Yes. Not four, okay. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense though. I, re- I almost regret committing to the bit of being crazy leader for that Truman <laughs> Show bit. But <laughs> almost. But do you regret the war that you started? I, do you almost regret the war that you started? I definitely regret the internet thing. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm so happy because I, I said during that thing, it would have been so easy to be like, now nah, for this week, I'll not do the thing. You committed and points. I think the episode was for funnier you. because of it, but yeah. I'm still fucking fine. Yeah. Fucking consequences for it. That's fine. I guess I'm just a hero is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hero. Yep, Zero. Good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that's been that's been us for this week. You can find us online at Facebook. You can find us online at Twitter. If you want to become one of the best people in the world and get access to the exclusive one in five episodes that we ex- only give to our patrons, it's patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast. Comes with lots of benefits. We'll yep. tuck you into bed, make you a mug of milk. If you want. <laughs> Wait, that works. one of our patrons is in the city. <laughs> one of them's in London, so we can't do that. I need mm. an excuse to go to London. All right. Well, Rhiannon, you heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Well, I have been Zane C. Webber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards a hopefully cured future. I forgot my title. No, I haven't. <laughs> I am your number one contender, your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. Fight for your dreams, and they will fight for you. I forgot you were doing that. Dude, you miss the We Are The Bar? You know, I I got so used Mm. to it that now I'm actually missing it. I'm ashamed to say I'm missing it. Told you you would. (laughs) I've been Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen.
there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 